Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are also the Church of Christ. Our lesson today is by Joey Fox from Beattyville, Kentucky. He's giving uh, part two of his lesson on only one way, using our Bibles as a roadmap. Can we follow God's word in obeying the plan of salvation and living a Christian life and not follow the commandments and the doctrines of men. We hope that you enjoy the lesson today, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you, and have a wonderful weekend.
sin not. If we're going to stand in awe of the Lord, we better not be sinning. Stop and think about what we're doing. In Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 16 through 18, it says, Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the father, fatherless, plead for the widows, come now and let us reason together saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. He says to cease to do evil. we got to stop doing evil. And learn to do well. How do we learn to do well? We pick up this road map and we use it. We thumb through it and we, we look at the scriptures and we rightly divide to our lives and do that which he has asked us to do. Some other here is 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer shall live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. We have to no longer live the rest of our time in the flesh. We have to put on a godly mind. I know that's a very difficult thing to do in this world, in this day and age, to put on a, a godly mind because there's so much worldliness around us. Sometimes I've often thought before I began preaching that it was, I couldn't do it because I felt a lot like, like Lot did. I felt like my soul was vexed by the sins that was around me. But then I got to thinking, the only way to get out of that is to bring it out and to let others know what they're supposed to do. That's the only way to get past that and to cease from sin. We're going to have sin, but the thing is we have to repent and turn from those things and do our best not to do them again and to turn to God. Some other things on stop is, let me make sure I've got my wording here. In Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 26 and 27, it says, Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. We have to remove our foot from evil. And refrain from those things that are wrong. Ponder our paths. Do we stop and think about what we're going to, how we're going to accomplish the things that we should for the Lord? We spend so much time in this world of how we're going to accomplish get up like I did yesterday. How am I going to accomplish getting Dylan's car fixed and going to help with some Boy Scout stuff and then getting back to the house and working on this and doing the next thing. We spend so much time laying out a schedule. But do we ponder our salvation? Do we ponder how we're going to do that? Stop and think about what we're going to do. 
Some others here is Psalms chapter 119 and 101. It says, I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. He, said, he says here that he refrained his feet from every evil way. Again, that's hard to do. But we must refrain our feet from every evil way to keep the word and to follow the roadmap that we have. Now we talk about detours. There's a few detours that we'll talk about. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 13 through 15, it says, And make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, and let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men, and wholeness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up trouble, springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. We have to make straight paths. I know we talk about it. It's not a straight shoot, and in this scripture, it makes it seem like it's just a straight path, but it's not. We have to make the path straight the way that Jesus asked it to be done. My thoughts is, I want to go this way. And if you ride with Brother Donald someplace, he'll go one way and then come back a totally different way so that he gets to see the countryside. And, and that's a good thing. But in this world, but we don't have that luxury to be with Jesus. We have to follow His way. And there's only one way built. No other way can we have that salvation that He's offered. In John chapter 10 and verse 1 and 2, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. See, if we climb up some other way, we're a thief in a row. And we've already talked about being a thief this morning. I don't want to be a thief. I want to make pay, pay my way. How do I pay my way? Well, one, i got to be baptized and, and obey His commands, making that good confession and, and following that, the plan of salvation. But the other part is, what did we talk about in Matthew chapter 28? Teaching them to observe all things. i got to observe all things. I can't just fall away after I've obeyed and expect to get to heaven. No. i got to follow His way, His plan. So, otherwise we're a thief and a robber. Well, we're past the light. We're going to turn our attention to, I like to race. I like to watch racing. Probably, and I said that right. I like to race. I probably do that in the car a little bit too sometimes. But I like to watch racing. I get a real charge out of going to watch a dirt track race. Ask the kids and ask dad. I very, very much um, get the pressure knocked off. Let's put it that way. But in 
the roadmap that we're talking about this morning, it talks about this being a race that we're in. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 24 through 27, it says, Knowing not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do yet to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so I fight, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I preach to others, I, must, I myself should be a castaway. I don't want to run just to beat the air. That's, that's what this is all about. We better not be running this race, this race for Jesus beating the air. It won't accomplish anything. And if you've been watching the TV or you've heard anything, the Olympics are going on. And they give prizes for first, second, and third. Well, there's only one prize that we're after. It's a home in heaven and to be with Jesus. That crown of life that he talks about. One that's incorruptible. It don't fade away. It's not going to get tarnished. There's nothing going to harm it. It's that prize for us forever is to be with him. That's what we're looking for. And he says, Any, anybody that strives for this, they're tempered in all things. Not just a few. And they don't, they keep under their body. That's the hardest thing in the world. To keep under your body and bring it into subjection. But we, that's a daily task that we have as Christians to bring our bodies into subjection and be in subjection to Him. The next verse is Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 10 through 12. It says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy mouth. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. For man also knoweth not his time, as the fishes that are taken in an evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare, so are the sons of men snared in an evil time when it falleth sudden upon them. What he's saying here is this race is not a swift race. We're in it for the long haul. We're looking out. You know, we've been talking in Revelations about what the end of time is. But we all have an end point. We don't know what that is. I don't know what my time is. It could be any moment. But we're looking for our end point. And we better be constantly keeping at it. Using the stop, go, and yield. Stop, stop, go, and yield. And following our roadmap. 
And he says, some of these things happen by chance. But we, if we're doing evil, we're going to get caught in that time when we don't have an opportunity to correct those things that are wrong. We better be going for it. And then the last verse here is Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 through 4. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin. We haven't. We've not been persecuted uh, to the point of blood. Jesus was persecuted and, and cried that the cup would pass from him. And his cry turned to drops of blood. You know, we have to run this race with patience. Look into Jesus. Look into this roadmap. The roadmap that is set before us. Well, there's also a day and a night. When I know Dad and Uncle Donnie have drove in the night and uh, uh, in the day, we're, we look, look for the day and the night of things when we're traveling. So in Psalms chapter 119, and 104 and 105, it says, Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. We need this roadmap, this light to our path. And then in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 1 through 5, it says, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, Ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Be ye, but ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. We shouldn't be. We should be looking at the day. We should be looking for the light to guide our path uh, and not be overtaken with darkness. And then in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 8 through 12, it says, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that the that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. 
The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall be melted with fervent heat. What manner of person are we going to be? Are we going to be those of the darkness? And he says here, he's not slack concerning his promise. He's going to do exactly what he told us he was going to do. If we've been found faithful, he's going to grant us what was for the faithful. If we've not, he's going to grant us exactly what was for those that are not faithful. And then the last thing is, when you're on a road, or you're taking a road map, you're looking for your destination. That destination, we have two. Now, we've talked about detours. Yeah, you can detour and go off this way or that, but that detour in this sense only leads to one place. And the other road only leads to one place. So we're going to look at those. In Revelations chapter 22, verse 14 and 15, it says, Blessed are they that do His commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Only, only one destination. If we're going to get through that gate, we have to follow that road now. There's no other way. Then in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21 and through 23 it says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many shall say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work in me. He never knew us. Because, guess what? We didn't follow the road. We didn't do it exactly the way he laid it out. And that's the way it is. A lot of religious people are going to think, Lord, Lord, I've done all these things for you. But in the end, no matter what you think you've done, if you haven't done His will, He's going to say depart. That's just a simple fact. And then last, in Matthew chapter 25, in verse 46, it says, And they shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. That's the two things. You know, that whole chapter, end of that chapter, he talks about the things that they've done. They give them food, they visited, offered them clothes. And in as much as they've done it unto the least of one of them, they've done it unto him. Those he said, well done, thou good and faithful. The others, and in as much as they hadn't done it, he said, depart. And that's, that's it. That's all. That's how this roadmap leads. Now we can follow this and make sure that we're doing the go and the yield and the stop of it, but we need to get to our destination. And that destination better not have no detours in it. We better be doing the things that He's asked us to do. Now the detours you may straighten up and get them back on the right road, so to speak, but we better straighten them up while we have the time and opportunity. 
Now, if you're here today and you've not obeyed this plan, we have that plan in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We must hear the Word of God. Then we must believe it. Hebrews 11 and verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Then we must repent. Acts 17 and verse 30, And the times of this ignorance God winked at, and now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Then we must confess. Matthew 10 and verse 32 and 33, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. And then Acts the 8th chapter and verse 37, Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And the eunuch said, answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That simple confession, that simple confession, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Then being baptized. There in Acts the second chapter in verse 37 and 38, it says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then in verse 41 it says, And then they that gladly received his word,